The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Zion Christian Academy, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Coach's Corner, Fast Stop Convenience Stores, Lee Company, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Here's Chris Yow. <laughs> Welcome in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. And let me just tell you, it's not always like this. Oh, it is not always like this. Matter of fact, so on top of everything else, hey, we've moved to a new time slot. It's four. It's four oh seven in the afternoon, and uh, everything can get a little crazy, but. We, we've done everything on all at once. We have a brand new system, a brand new time, a brand new person helping us fix the system. I say brand new. <laughs> Rejoining us, briefly at least, is... What's old is new. J.P. Plant in the studio with us this uh, afternoon. Almost said morning. <laughs> almost uh, said morning. This is weird, but I like it. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome. This is Southern Middle I, Tennessee I think Sports. you like it because it's weird. I do, because I am Captain Chaos. There you go. And if, if nothing else, <laughs> Captain Chaos is, is thriving right now. Oh, man. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us here. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, Lawson Smith, the intern number two, J.P. Plant, and me, Chris Yao, from the Lee Company studio here, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Happy that you guys could be with us, uh, certainly. I uh, hope you will stick around for the next couple of hours as we have a ton of stuff to talk about. And when I say a ton, I mean like an actual metric ton. <laughs> 2,000 pounds, yeah. yeah. There's more sports news going on today mm. coming off this weekend than we could fit into a two-hour show. Uh, so... We have a lot to talk about today. We'll have a lot to talk about tomorrow, despite there being no sports tonight outside of the Home Run Derby. Uh, so, on top of all of that, uh, we're still going to have plenty to fill these two hours. So, thank you guys for sticking around with us. We certainly appreciate it. Um, hope you guys will stick it out till 6 o'clock. We will be here live and in person on Facebook, on Twitter, on WKOM 1017 FM, the Front Porch Sports Headquarters, right here on the banks of the West 7th. You gave me a finger point. Hey, yeah, um, as has been pointed out by one of my favorite listeners, we need to change our welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports 101.7 WKOM oh, yeah. 9 to 11 a.m. Yeah, that one kind of fell through the cracks. Oh, on the, oh, yeah, the on, graphic on that oh. starts the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the graphic that starts the show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that. But also the liner, I'm sure, I think it had talking oh, high yeah. school sports 9 to 11 on the radio, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. We do need yeah, to fix that. We, we'll we, fix it. Didn't we, even think about it. We are a work in progress. <laughs> Look, this, I did a lot of work over the weekend for our video aspect, and I'm glad that I did, but also it's still 
you know, a work in progress. Mm-hmm. So Lawson Lawson came in today not knowing that he was going to have to relearn like everything. <laughs> There's too many new things. It's it's all the new things, but it's all the fun things. So uh, we are super pumped. But he also came in bearing gifts, so it's okay. He did, <laughs> and I will tell you that um, when I saw his mother post on the interwebs <laughs> about her bubbling peach cobbler, I responded and said, if Lawson wants to get that... Get those papers. That degree, mm-hmm. he's going to need to bring a serving or two to the station. And he did. He did. So Now, the rest of that story, I don't like peach cobbler. That's okay. To each that, their own. I don't like pecan, uh, you, but you, yet you you need more. You need all of the signatures, though. Mm. So, just keep that, that being said. I brought you your plaque. Hold on, Mo. I know I'm a little rusty here. You don't like peach cobbler? No, I don't like peaches. <laughs> yeah, we're we're. Mm-hmm. I'm a little. I'm a little he rusty. Doesn't like pecans, <laughs> and yet yeah, you guys are. It was good. <laughs> I will tell you, I'll t- it, you would be hard pressed to be from Georgia. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't last very long. I, you want to hear a funny story about Georgia peaches, though? Most of the Georgia peaches come from South Carolina. <laughs> They're imported. That's a, that's a true story. Oh, I, believe, I so, bet it is. Well, it's not Georgia that has the big uh, peach on the side of the interstate. It's South Carolina. Alabama does too. Yeah. Yeah, those peaches from, um, is it? Clanton in Clinton, Alabama. Yeah. And then in, in, in Chilton County, right? Chilton County. Chilton yep. County Peaches. Yeah. And in South What's that Carolina, spot down there? The the Peach Peach Pit, right? It's, a, it's no. not the Peach Pit. No, you, it's the uh Oh, that's Heaton. a 90210, right? The one in yeah. Alabama? The Heaton, yeah, right there next to the Whataburger. Heaton Pecan Farm. I think no. I know what you're talking about. No, you know exactly I used what to go I'm talking there. about. I, yeah. I think I used to go there. Like, you, you, you go through there on your way either mm-hmm. to Panama City or to Orange Beach. Yeah. So, like I said, it's right next to the Whataburger. Mickey Ryan would know. Um, I don't know that Peach there's Peach Park. Yes. There is a Peach, Peach Park. Peach Park. Yeah. I used to go there every year when we were going down to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Heat and Pecan Farm is the way to go. But you don't like pecans. Heat and Pecan Farm is like a truck stop except for fresh fruits and vegetables and all the best peach ice cream you can get. You can't beat their peach milkshakes. Um, Heat and Pecan Farm is just the name. Oh, okay. The, it's it's once you get off the interstate right there in Clanton, it's right there on the right, big white and green, beautiful and great restaurant. Just just do that. It's easier to get to than Peach Park. Yeah, Peach Park's right off the interstate. Uh, you see, you got to go about a mile. Heat and Pecan Farm, right there. It's before you no, get to the Peach, Peach Park, Park actually. Is like no, Peach right Park off. is right there. Yeah, it's right yeah. off the But you got a lot of the traffic, the, the Whataburger. There's there's a lot more traffic on that side. I don't remember a Whataburger. you got to turn left. So it's, okay, so it's the McDonald's. opposite direction off the exit then from Whataburger. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, no, the, the, no, it's right next to it. There, the, Well, there is a Peach place mm-hmm. that is right next to the Whataburger. Mm-hmm. Across the interstate, there's another Peach place. Okay. Which is Heat and Pecan Farm. Maybe that's okay. it. Okay. So on your way down, go to Heaton because it's on the it's right. It's on the right. On yeah. your way back, you go to go Peach to, Park because it's, it's on, on the right. On the right. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. See? All right. We're All just right. we're helping you plan your vacations. Out. I'm just trying to get to the beach, and I don't care about anything between here and there, to be honest. 
But if if you're ever on when you're on your way back mm-hmm. from the beach, check the mileage signs in Clanton because it will tell you Clanton is four miles away. You'll drive two miles and then Clanton becomes seven miles away. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I guess the exit. There's the there's, way that- there's there's so many jokes right there. <laughs> And I'm just gonna leave them all alone. <laughs> I'm just out saying, of respect for you and your home state. It may it may be one of my my favorite things to, especially for folks who have never paid attention to it. Just just pay attention to it one time, and you'll be like, oh my gosh, what were they doing? <laughs> who thought this was a good idea? Right. Uh Oh uh, man, this first segment went by quick. We all we've got some breaking news on the website. I said it's breaking. It broke. Early this well, morning. Well, it, it was breaking when it went up <laughs> at and, 10 15. Yeah. And that's been on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports, SM TN Sports.com all day long. So if you have missed um, the coaching change news in Columbia, uh, Columbia Central head football coach Jason Hoth is now former head football coach at Columbia Central. Uh, in his stead, John Moore has been tagged the interim coach for the moment. Interim. Uh, for now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what interim means. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and welcome to the Office of Redundancy Office. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. But, yeah, so that, that story's on the website. We're going we're gonna to get to that a little bit uh, later. Actually, in the next segment, we'll get to it. Uh, if you've not listen to this show before we talk a lot about high school sports in southern middle tennessee from everything from williamson county down to uh, the state line of alabama through lawrence county murray county marshall lewis hickman uh high school sports in the area that's uh that's what you're going to hear a lot of on this show you're also going to hear a lot about the atlanta braves because as our the previous, maybe not as much these days as you would have earlier this year, but <laughs> right, uh, much like our uh, our our predecessor, yeah, yeah, George Plaster, he uh, big Braves fans here in the in the office as I am proudly sporting my Braves uh, hat today uh, to their funeral for the season. Mm. So it's probably the last time I'll wear it this year, if I'm being honest. Uh, but we will talk a lot about the Braves and MLB in general on this show. We'll also talk about college football, the Titans, the Predators, uh, everything that you guys love to talk about and, and to get to get uh, our opinions on, which mean absolutely nothing. Which is one reason. Speak why, for yourself. Which is but at least we're entertaining. Well. Somewhat. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, like riding a bike. <laughs> no, we're we're glad you're in the studio with us, JP. It's 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 nice to have you back, even if or briefly, even if it's interim. <laughs> Speak for <Interim>. yourself. <laughs> we're uh, we're gonna get to it real quick. Um, lots, like I said, lots to get to on the show today, but. Before we get to our next break, let's give you today's rundown. This is the rundown. All right. 
Today's rundown is brought to you by uh, Zion Christian Academy, 931-388-5731, 931-388-5731. That's Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org. They are taking appointments for uh, appointments to go check out and tour their facilities there. That's Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org, 931-388-5731. In Major League Baseball, action over the weekend of area interest. On Friday, the Cubs defeated the Cardinals 10-5. It was the Reds 2, the Brewers nothing, the Padres 4, the Rockies 2, and the Braves blanked the Marlins 5-0. On Saturday, the Reds edged the Brewers 4-3, and we might talk about that a little bit later, too. Cardinals blanked the Cubs 6-0, Rockies blanked the Padres 3-0, and the Braves edged the Marlins 5-4 despite Will Smith's best efforts. Among other things in that game. <laughs> On Sunday, it was the Reds 3, the Brewers 1, the Rockies defeated the Padres 3-1, the Cubs and Cardinals were postponed, and the Marlins defeated the Braves 7-4. In minor league action over the weekend, on Friday, it was the Sounds defeating the Stripers 3-1. to one. That's Gwinnett. Uh, it was Gwinnett 8, Nashville 4 on Saturday. And then on Sunday, Nashville blanked Gwinnett 7-0 and won the series 4-2. NBA Finals action over the weekend. Milwaukee picked up its first victory of the series with a 120-100 win over Phoenix. Phoenix still leads the series 2-1. And in post-19 seniors, Baseball action this weekend in the King City Classic in Tupelo. And now I know why it's the King City Classic. Uh, Post-19 defeated the Hub City Bombers 11-4 on Friday. On Saturday, Post-19 fell 6-4 to 205 Baseball Club. Defeated Oxford, Mississippi 8-2. Sunday's play in that tournament was canceled due to weather. And tonight, the only thing on television, if you are so, you know, Inclined to watch sports. It's the Home Run Derby. It's at 7 o'clock on ESPN. I think at some time tonight there's a cricket match on ESPN Plus if you want to watch that. That's, that's all I got. So that's going to do it for your Monday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Sponsored by Zion Christian Academy. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, high school football news on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already... It will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com.
high school sports. Here's Mo and Chris. Mo and Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Coming back to you live from the Lee Company studio right here. 25 minutes past the hour. Really excited to be uh, to be in this afternoon drive time. A little more traffic on West 7th this time of day. And we have also seen not just automat- automotive traffic, but also a little foot traffic. Running through here as the last annual Vol State uh, race participants have made their way through throughout the day. I've only seen maybe eight or ten of them so far, but you should probably was, explain that. I don't know if that was the 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 beginning of the group or the tail end of the group. I'm just not sure. But the last annual Vol State race is a I won't say cross country, but cross country at least through the southeastern part of the country it's 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 a um three maybe at least three states maybe four states they run through um it's basically like a like a 5k except it takes about longer a week (laughs) someone said the other day they said my boss wants me to sign up for a 401k and there's no way i'm running that far (laughs) so basically it's like an iditarod for humans if you know what that is. I, I don't. Uh, okay, no, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> it may very well may be. I don't know. See, I did a ride is what a dog sled race through Alaska. Yep. Ah, gotcha. So, kind of. Uh, Except no it's, yeah. dogs, no dogs or, or sleds or, or snow or, snow or, or Alaska. <laughs> Other than that, it's just, just like. Kit. Tour yeah. de France on feet. Yeah. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, come get your son. <laughs> um. But yes, it's it's very similar to that. I mean, you're you're gonna get, um, you know, it's it's just it's a it's a foot race through the southeastern part of the United States. Really cool. So uh, we've seen some folks come through here. There is a stop in Cullioka. I bet when they came through here last year, they expected this construction to be completed. <laughs> this year. They came back and they're like, "This looks exactly the same." Yeah. Yeah, figured they'd be done with this one now. <laughs> That's hmm. exactly what they were thinking. Go figure. Oh man, so anyway. hope I don't sprain an ankle, right? Because like they're when I went to go get something to eat, they were like on the road. They weren't on the sidewalk because that's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. Um, anyway, we have a sponsor for this. We segment. do, and we need to tell people about it. Uh, our friend Jason Egley sponsoring this segment and. Mo, as always, we like to tell folks about uh, your local farmer's insurance agent, Jason Egley, who uh, helping out teachers and coaches, giving a little discount. So um, make sure if you are a teacher or a coach and you're looking for insurance of any kind, give Jason Egley a call, 615-250-2733, 615-250-2733. Um, we're gonna need you to play the his 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 the the disclaimer his thing. disclaimer. Yeah, that's, I asked you. Yeah, <laughs> so we were getting there earlier. We are farmers. I don't think that's the disclaimer. Is that not the disclaimer? No, no, it's not. That's okay. Six one five two five zero two seven two three. Uh, we'll get it next time. We will get it next time. Hopefully, we won't get any trouble in the in the interim. 
Yeah, let's hope not. All right, let's. Speaking of trouble, let's get into some right now. Let's let's get deep into trouble. <laughs> okay, because we got to talk about what went down this morning. Uh, get a phone call nine o'clock. Hey, um, be looking for some news coming out of Columbia Central. And once I heard that, I knew exactly what the news was. And thirty-two days. Away from kicking off their Danbury. Columbia Central football is now going to be under new leadership. As Jason Hoth was informed this morning of his dismissal as the head football coach. And boy, that's that's something. Yeah, it, it really is. Um after five seasons as Football coach at Columbia Central, um, Jason Hoth has been dismissed uh, again. Five seasons. A uh, the program went twenty three and thirty one over those five seasons with um, one playoff victory. Um, they finished six and six this past year with that one playoff victory, a triple overtime win up at Gallatin in the opening round of the five A state playoffs. Um, Yeah, I mean, 23 and 31 over five seasons. But, but you know, for this to take place, as you said, here on July 12th, coming out of the dead period, 32 days before their jamboree, which means 39 days before their season opener, I don't think this was entirely a wins and losses thing. Because if it was... Maybe it would have taken place sooner. Well, there are a lot of things that have changed since. That's true, too. I mean, you're talking about Kevin Eady didn't officially begin duties until the middle of the dead period. I mean, he's right in the middle of the dead period on July 1st. That is true. So, I mean, that that's just unfortunate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the timing is, is awful on all fronts for everybody. Um, your football AD leaves in the middle of the dead period. It's and and I know that there is a um, I don't know if theory is right. I I think there's a perception that you know, as an administrator coming into the situation. You're making this move here. You've not seen the guy coach a game, blah, blah, blah. All, everything that goes with that. Which is know. which only helps to prove your point that it's not all wins and losses related. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Unfortunate, we, we have not spoken with Kevin Eady. We have not spoken with today. Kevin Eady. And we've not spoken with Kevin Eady regarding Columbia Central football since he took this um since he assumed his position of principal officially on July first, like you said. So we are not real privy to exactly what the thought process was that resulted in this move this morning. We we have no idea. And on top of everything else you're talking about adding which Granted, he, he, he had somebody step in. John Moore, who was ready to go to Hillwood to help his brother, as he has been. You know? 
And now he's on the faculty. He is on faculty. He's in the building at Columbia Central. So he's taking it on an interim basis. He told me, and and this will be in a a story coming later, but he basically told me that he was asking Kevin Eady, you know, hey, can can I take off a little early to make sure I get to Nashville on time? coach these kids (laughs) and he said well why don't you just stay here and And coach these kids coach these kids and john moore said okay sure why not (laughs) see i mean (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna tell you why this is funny okay so mid-90s Columbia Central has a boys basketball coaching position open, and I don't remember exactly who was leaving. But Howard Jackson, who had played at Austin P, and I think maybe coached at Austin P, it starts to get fuzzy after a while, but had interviewed for the position. He had put Lake Kelly down as one of his references administration at Columbia Central calls Lake Kelly to get a a recommendation on Howard Jackson they're talking some kind of way you know coach sure sure wouldn't mind if you were interested in this now Lake Kelly went to Columbia Military Academy okay conversation goes on next thing you know Columbia Central's introducing Lake Kelly as their foot as their basketball coach. <laughs> so that's why I chuckled when you said that. Yeah. That's a, I mean, opportunity <laughs> opportunities present themselves in the weird ways. Yeah, man. yeah, and and that's so that's kind of where you know we're sitting. That they have an interim coach. This isn't like girls basketball and softball, which are. Still unfilled, mm-hmm. um, to say the least. And I think I, I will be interested to see where John Moore goes with his staff, how many of those coaches in the building that we've talked about on this show numerous times who stopped coaching and just kept teaching will join him, if any. Uh, so this is going to be interesting. It's- it's going to be real interesting 39 days from their season opener. Oh, and by the way, um, you got to find a quarterback. So now you got a new head coach and a new quarterback. And, and who knows? I mean, is what they're running offensively under Jason Hoth what – John Moore is going to be committed offensively, and what does that do to the quarterback situation, which is already somewhat tenuous because you've gone through spring practice, you've gone through June workouts, and you're still, you know, undecided between Perry Bowman, Parker Bush, and you and Luke Osselton. And now you're even more undecided because, because you, know, you don't know how you know, they're going to react. Maybe you change your offense. Maybe you don't. Maybe you try to figure out something that would suit them. He, uh, it's He's going to change some terminology, but football is still football, right? I mean, he told me this morning, everybody runs a smash route. Everybody blocks, you know, power off tackle the same way. Football still football. We may call it something different, but it's football. And 
My guess is it's going to be pretty simple early. Here's my thing. As far as that goes, is it easier for kids to learn different terminology or is it easier for coaches to learn different terminology? That's a great question. I mean, honestly, everybody's got wristbands now, so I mean that's that, that's the 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 truth of the matter is everybody's got wristbands. Why? What you need to do is put put your terminology on your wristband, put their terminology on their wristband, and correspond it. <laughs> My wristband says hmm. "fly right." Your wristband says "bug go." You know. If it still says number two on there beside it, it's the same play. <laughs> so, whatever. Yeah, but it, it's it's just really a shock to everybody's system, I think, to be making a coaching change this deep, really, into the year. And, again, um, Columbia Central hosts the Murray County Jamboree on um, August 13th. And on August 20th, they open their season, and I'm trying to get their schedule in front of me. Um, I couldn't tell you. I I can tell you um, if our system would cooperate. Um, They open on August 20th at Lindsey Nelson Stadium against visiting Marshall County. That's not the one you want to open with. Typically not. Followed by a trip on August 27th to Dixon County. They open Region 65A play on nine on September 3rd. That's Labor Day weekend against visiting Franklin County. So, um, you know, three games in, they're going to be into region play. To whom they lost last season, by the way. 15-11. Still lost. Oh yeah! Oh, right. oh yeah! Yeah, I'm just saying it was, it was one, and of the, one of the odder scores I've ever come across in high school football. Scorigami, yeah, no doubt, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's going to be tough, and and they're not the only school looking to fill the quarterback position. No, uh, keep an eye out on our website. We'll have another story later about the the coaching change, and we have talked to both Jason Hoth and uh, John Moore. John Moore. So we'll have more on that a little bit later. And again, we we've not spoken with Kevin Eady yet. We hope that changes before the end of the day. Yes, we do. But also on the website, we have a story about uh, the quarterback situation as they prepare to get you know for uh, there's the season starts like we said thirty nine days. So still a lot of unanswered questions out there for a lot of our teams. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we've got four teams in particular that are looking at quarterback battles. Um, as we mentioned, Columbia Central is looking at three three underclassmen with um, – well, no, Bowman's a senior, I think. Parker Bush is a junior, and Usselton is a sophomore. Uh, Columbia Academy is looking at one of three guys. Mount Pleasant's got a couple of guys that they're considering at the starting quarterback position. Spring Hill's looking at four. And, Chris, you know the old saying, if you've got more than one, you don't have one. You don't have one yeah, at all. So, I think, you know, and we watched Mount Pleasant extensively 
at the seven on seven tournament over at Shelbyville about three weeks ago. And I, I think Kit Hartsfield and, and his new offensive coordinator, um, Andrew Holcomb, I think they're pleased with what they're seeing out of both those guys. Um, Tavarius Strayhorn returning and Nick Brown, the transfer from Columbia Academy. And both those guys looked fairly effective in the passing game. I think Strayhorn's going to be more of an impact probably on the Mount Pleasant run game than Brown will be. But, you know, once you put on the pads and that kind of thing, some things will start to shake out there and elsewhere. But um, I would think of the teams looking for quarterbacks, Mount Pleasant is probably the most comfortable with their situation. That would be my guess. Which is, I mean, you got two really good ones. And like you said, we've seen them play. They're pretty good. They're not bad. And and if you're able to keep that continuity, even swapping out the way that they were at that tournament, I mean, maybe it could work. I, I'm not going to say it's not going to. Um, Blake Sims and Jake, Jake Coker. Coker. Did it? They, they seem to make it work. <laughs> they made yeah. it work just fine. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Um, you know, the bulk actually of our area football programs, you know, I'm reminded of um, Jay-Z, 99 Problems. But a quarterback ain't one, I guess. I mean, um, Independence yeah. seems to be ready to go with Joe Cummings at that spot. Um, he was a backup last year. Uh, Lawrence County returns Alex Carr at that position, who has started there. Um, JP's J- J- JP yeah. thinks that he he's got high hopes for Alex Carr. There we go. Well, understandably so. Very athletic. Good kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, Carter Daniel started as a freshman at Loretto and returns. Um, Bryce Miller is set to be the guy at Richland. He and um, Sam Edwards kind of shared that position last year. Sam apparently moving to running back for his senior year, which I think will Good really call. suit him and that offense really well under Nick Patterson. Um, and Colton Schaefer. Colton Schaefer down at Summertown um, with another year under his belt. And, and my goodness. And there's he, one other, he, he certainly looks the part. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Then there's one other guy that uh, – I can't think. Is there? There's somebody else that plays quarterback in our cover, Jerry. That's that's coming back from last year. Um, gosh, what's his Some name? Some of the guys get Ward. Ward. Not not uh, not Wood. David Ward. No. <laughs> Destin De- Destin Wade. Wade. That's that guy. It. Yeah. That kid. Yeah. All he's done is commit to Kentucky. <laughs> no big deal. No NBD. Not sure how we would remember him. No. Now, just so, yeah. being touted as a Class Six A Mister Football candidate after being a finalist in Five A last year and leading Summit to a state championship. So there you go. Yeah, I, I think he's pretty much got things solidified under Summit. <laughs> I, I think Coleman's going to go with him again, probably. Yeah. If he doesn't, fire everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. All right. We got to take a break, Mo. When we come back, we got to talk a little Atlanta Braves baseball. So stick around. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Barnes. We'll be right back right after this. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there. 
and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company. Call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. about it's southern middle tennessee sports today once again once again welcome back into southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint 10 minutes to the top of the hour here and glad to have you with us this afternoon our first afternoon show running four to six monday through friday right here on wkom 1017 fm front porch sports headquarters in the Lee Company studio. Once again, glad to have you with us. If you are watching on Facebook or on Twitter, we appreciate you guys there as well. Um, lots of great comments today. Tons of comments uh, coming in. And want to say hello to J.W. Gordon, who is a guy I played Little League with up until I was like 12. And great dude. Lives in Donaldson. Uh, hashtag barves, he says. And so we might as well get into it. Speaking of Barvin. The the poor Atlanta Braves. If it, I think now you this is just this is just me being the conspiracy theorist that I am. The Braves did so well in twenty twenty that twenty twenty one was like we gotta bring them back down a notch. <laughs> and that's what they've done. 2020 has uh, been... A notch? The, Some notches. The, do what, Lawson? I was going to say more like 12 notches. Something it's, like that. It's been a few notches. That's what it feels like. And after Saturday night, mm. I think... Mm. I, I think rough. we've hit rock bottom... Again, don't every, say that. again. Yeah. Every, every time we hit rock bottom, we just we just find a way to keep going. Keep going. Yeah. I mean that 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 crushed me. That one crushed me. I mean, I didn't even watch yesterday. I did not watch yesterday either because I knew I knew what was going to happen. I mean, you've got Orlando Arcia, Guillermo Heredia, and and Ere, yeah, Adrianza, Ahar. Adrianza in the outfield when we started the season with none of those guys even on the roster. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's it's like this is just where we are now. And so the Braves, they reached 500, and as they've done all year long, once they get to that mark, they lose. That being said, 
I don't know what else they could have done. It's just, it, it, the problem is that it, the tearing of Soroka's Achilles the second time, that was unfortunate. Inoa was stupidity. Darno couldn't help that. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just soft tissue issue. Soft tissue issue. <laughs> and Ozuna's troubles. And then you throw on top of all of that. By the way, we're going to take your best player out too mm. for the next nine to ten months. So he's not even going to be back for spring training next year. I hope he's I, – I, I would just as soon not see him or Soroka until 23. Yeah, I think an ACL is a lot different than a, than an Achilles. An ACL is different from an Achilles, but an ACL for a guy whose game is as based on speed as it is anything. I mean, Acuna is that five-tool guy in, you know, what, two, three years ago we were talking about him as a 40-40 guy. And speed is his thing, or is a thing for him. Now, ACLs are, I mean, we've come, we've improved in leaps and bounds with those. And he's not likely to have any more problem with it once he gets back. But I'm certain. Apparently, not likely isn't enough of an assurance if you're a brave. I'm certainly okay with the all-star break next year. Giving him 12 months. Don't, don't rush it. Don't try to get too aggressive with your, you know, rehab and that sort of thing. But I think playing even half a season would be helpful for 23. If that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. So I don't know that sitting out an entire year and a half is a great idea if it's not necessary. Yeah. Um, that being said, the Braves are what six, six games back. I don't even know the standings. I have not looked at the standings all um, year. <clears throat> the Braves are currently um four games back of the National League East leading Mets. With this injury, what does this do to Alex Anthopoulos at the trade deadline? It's a good question. I mean, because I don't think the Braves are buyers. But I don't I, think they're sellers either. I think you just got to ride it out at this point, right? Well, I don't. There's, there's just so many different issues with this team. I mean, I'm not sure that you can address everything that needs addressing now with Acuna out to feel like you can be a player, a player postseason factor or a factor in what the postseason looks like in the National League. Meanwhile, on top of everything else, as we heard George talking about in his show ahead of us, you got the Freddie Freeman situation. And we talked about this, what, Friday, Friday. with him? I think, uh, that- I, I think he's absolutely right. I think you've got to know by the time you come back from this All-Star break whether you've got a shot to sign him or – whether you don't, and if you don't, I feel like you've got to trade him. 
I agree. I think that's that that's the key. You can't let him walk and get nothing. That's the bottom line. Yeah. You can't let him walk and get nothing for him. So if you can if if you aren't going to re-sign him, then you gotta trade him. And now is as good a time and as you any could, because you feel like you could get a pretty good amount for him. That's what I would say. So I mean, let's go for that. Let's let's either you're either re-signing him or we're trying to get what you can out of him. And right. that's that's the best way to do it. So let's I think that's where Alex Anthopoulos has to be. We're not buyers, we're not sellers, but we will sell Freddie Freeman if necessary. Yeah. Yeah. And don't expect to see Craig Kimbrell in a Braves uniform. That's just that that ship is sunk. No, not at this point. No. All right, before we get out of here, this damn Braves history. July twelfth, nineteen sixty-two. Tommy Aaron's solo pinch hit home run cut Milwaukee's ninth inning deficit to six-four. Back-to-back singles by Roy McMillan and Mac Jones were followed by an Eddie Matthews walk to load the bases, bringing number forty-four to the plate. The older Aaron hit a walk-off grand slam to give the Braves an 8-6 win over the visiting St. Louis Cardinals, marking the first time two brothers had homered in the same inning of a game since Pittsburgh's Paul and Lloyd Wainer hit solo shots in the fifth inning of an 8-4 win on September 4th, 1927 at Cincinnati. What's that, 35 years? This may be the first time we've had a Braves home run this day in Braves history that the Braves won the game. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, well, I mean, if you, you, go. if you got home runs out of Tommy Aaron and Hank Aaron, it's typically going to be some good stuff coming out of it. So, yeah. Um, so, that was 1962. <laughs> Almost 50 years ago. Hey. Um, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Almost 60 years ago. Yes. Bad math. Yeah. The sounds are oh. off today, mm-hmm. but they do play tomorrow. Which is weird because the All Star Game is tomorrow and it's it's a whole ordeal. But you know, uh, they will play. So anyway, um, yeah, we'll talk. Open. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. All right, so then. Uh, we'll get to that on the other side of the break. It's Chip Walters, voice of the Blue Raiders. So stick around for the second hour on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We will be right back to the Lee Company Studio in the front porch sports headquarters of WKOM one hundred one seven FM right after this so stick around <laughs> 